everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's March 25th, it's 2021. We have five NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by the Drizzle, Drizzy Man 26. Uh, what's happening, Dre? No much, Stevie. Just stressed out about tonight's slate. Luca underperformed and so did everyone else. So trying to make the most of it. Listen, it, it happens. Like you have uh, definitely experienced all the up and down swings of DFS um, over the last couple months. So I don't have to tell you. Um, oh no, yeah, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's been crazy. Like this, there's nights where I haven't even been able to get a lineup in, and I was comfortable with it, and I end up making something great. And the nights like tonight where you feel confident, and it just everything just hits the water. It doesn't do well. But yeah, take like, those where they come. No, I was just gonna say, I feel like that's every live final I ever went to. I, I feel like I, <laughs> I I researched every little detail and overthought every single live final I went to. Um, I went to a fan or a super draft Playboy Mansion tournament. It was a baseball, and I swapped like maybe an hour before lock, and like what I swapped from ended up would have went won the tournament. So like. Listen, Ooh. those those nights happen, man. You just you move on. Exactly. Yeah, you just gotta roll with the punches. So hopefully that's not happen to me in the live final I have next month. So but let's see. <laughs> well, I didn't mean it like that. No. <laughs> <laughs> we are presented by superdraft.com. If you guys haven't checked them out, use promo code grinders. They got a ton of stuff going on over there. We will have our super draft plays of the day. Uh, later on in the show assuming that they have their contest up by then we'll see um use promo code grinders get a 150 matching bonus on a 150 deposit if you don't want to deposit 150 and get a 150 matching bonus deposit anything up to 50 bucks and they'll match it so make sure you guys are checking that out use promo code grinders one of the best um boot bumps and boosts that we have going on right now um just in general here with our you know rotor grinders so we got five games, like you said. Uh, it's an interesting one. We start with Portland at Miami. No total in this game. Waiting on some injury news. Um, Collins and Nurkic remain out. Simmons and Little are questionable. And then on the Miami side of things, um, Gordon Dragic questionable and uh, Avery Bradley questionable. Let's start with Portland. What's standing out to you here for the Trailblazers? Trailblazers, just looking at it. It's it's not really much, honestly. Um, it's a tough matchup against Miami and going into Miami. They play at a slower pace. Lillard is 10K on, on DK. I feel like that's just – I mean, he, he can definitely, obviously, anytime go off and outdo that price, but I don't think there's anyone really on the Portland side I'm targeting. Um, maybe Lillard and GPPs. McCollum, price is still coming down. Maybe you can take a shot of him on DK with uh, 7,200, but – like I said, these are mostly tournament plays. If anyone, um, I can't see myself really on anyone um, from Portland side. Yeah, even on a small slate, I think like if you want to go raw points, Lillard, and hope that he has like a, a really strong game. But the thing is, like, even on like what I was going to say was like on a five game slate, we have guys with ceiling. We have Westbrook, we have Randall, we have Simmons. Um, you know, we'll have to see if anybody ends up sitting for the Clippers and like that could potentially open up things. Um, 
you know, and then like even the other side of the game, you have Butler. So Lillard still has a really solid usage here recently. Um, it's solid. It's nothing compared to what it was when McCollum was out. It's like 26 to 29% in the last few games. When McCollum was out, it was 30. And like he had a game where he had almost 40% usage. Um, a few games that he had over 40% usage. So nothing even close to what he was doing um, when McCollum was off the floor. Let's go to the Miami side of things. Gordon Drogic matters. It's a five-game slate, so if Drogic sits, um, obviously that opens some doors up. What are we looking at here for Miami? Yeah, definitely. If, if Drogic sits, um, I like the spot for Tyler Hero um, in, the, in a fast-paced matchup. Um, well, it's, it might be a little bit faster, but still slower. I'm probably like one of the slowest on the slate. Um, but Tyler Hero will be someone to look at definitely if Drogic sits. Maybe even GPP Shalom Kendrick Nunn, depending on how many minutes he plays. Um, Jimmy Butler, he, he stands out to me as a good play. Even at 9K, I know it's expensive on DK. Um, it's just that 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 price, he has triple-double upside because that's how he's been playing all year. And in this matchup, I don't see no one who's going to be able to really um, guard him. But there are other plays, too. So he might be a great um, GPP play. Um, and, like, to have as, like, a one-off in this, in this game um, going against some um, – the Portland Trailblazers and sprinkling a little bit of obviously Bam, who's going to play well at AK too. That's a, that's a phenomenal price for him too. So like those are the only three players that are really on that Miami side of a target. Um, but if Grudagic is, is in and is playing, I would just target only Jimmy and Bam at that point. Moving on. We got Washington at New York, uh, 226 and a half total here in New York favored by two and a half. Uh, Bertans is out. Bryant's out. Ish is out. And then on the New York side of things, uh, Rivers is out. Let's start with Washington here. You know, the other day we were talking about just how great Westbrook has been playing and like, he's just been unstoppable and he goes out and he shoots 20% from the field has a terrible game against Knicks. Um, Knicks have been playing good defense. You know, that's definitely something that we talked about the other day as well. But it was just a – it was a bad shooting night from Westbrook. What are we looking at here for the Wizards? Yeah, I like – I don't mind going back to that spot um, in this matchup, even though it's a little bit tougher. But Westbrook still has that upside. He's 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 pretty much good in almost any matchup. So, he would be someone I would target. Bradley Beal at 9.2K – I would rather play Jimmy Butler for that price, even though they're two totally different positions a little bit. I think there's probably other – there's definitely other better guards on the slate for me looking at it. That So Bradley Beal wouldn't be an option really so much for me. Um, and I also like Rui. Rui's, Rui's been playing a lot of minutes. and been playing um, really well lately. So I would continue to probably play him. And those are only three players on the um, Wizards I would um, target and play. Maybe a little also Alex Lennon tournaments, but – that's just a tournament dart throw and see because you can't trust the minutes or and then everything else with that. Yeah, it gets minutes. He probably has a decent game, doesn't get minutes. He's going to crush you. Um, it's just, it's really as simple as that um, when it comes to Alex Lynn. I, I still think Hachimura is a really interesting play here. His price went down a little bit. They're going to need the minutes, especially with Bertans out, um, you know, with Julius Randle and these guys for New York. So, Hachimura, if he could just have a decent game, he could definitely pay off 5,800. Let's go to the Knicks side of things. Um, you know, obviously coming off of a, a huge win against this team the other day. Julius Randle, 49 and a half fantasy points. Um, didn't get those 40 minutes. I know he just ruined the ceiling. Um, 
What are we looking at here for the Knicks? Uh, for the Knicks, dang, he's up to 10.2 now. Julius Randle's expensive. Um, whew. I never thought I would ever see the day with Julius Randle's 10.2. I, I think, though, that price, it warrants it with the production he's played. And he didn't play the whole fourth quarter. So if this game's a little bit more competitive, you can definitely run this. Because like you said, roll points are going to matter on this slate. So Randle is someone I would definitely target um, off this team. And depending on if Derrick Rose plays or not, because I know he was out last game for conditioning, um, maybe you could see um, him back in the lineup and play and target him. But that's really about it. I can't see myself um, targeting Alfred Elf Payton um, because you never know um, what he's going to do. Maybe in GPPs, if anything. Um, RJ Barrett, I think his price came up a little bit. So he's someone you definitely can target against the uh, pretty much like the small forward position that I think the Washington Wizards don't really do well against, um, do that great against. So um, those are like, yeah, the only three main people I could see myself targeting. But like I said, those are still flyers. It's not really going to be much because the prices and the other games on the slate that um, might be more interesting plays, see more interesting plays from. Yeah. Like New York in general here, um, if Rose does play, it definitely hurts a couple guys, um, you know, especially with Elf Payton back. Like, a lot of mouths to feed as far as, like, the guard situation is concerned. I, I think Randall's the guy. Um, R.J. Barrett is just playing a gazillion minutes. If Rose is out, I really like uh, Barrett again. If Rose plays, I think Barrett is definitely risky. Uh, just maybe loses six minutes. Six minutes is enough of his price to really hurt him. So, uh, I think Julius Randle, if the game stays close, he's going to be the guy that has the most ceiling on the Knicks side of things. And good luck trying to figure out the guard situation in any of these cheap guys um, because it's a revolving door. Uh, Clippers and Spurs, 221.5 total here. Clippers favored by a six. Hey, it's a back-to-back for both these teams because they're currently playing on Wednesday um, as we record Clippers up by 14 with a minute to go in the third quarter. Same game. Um, We don't have any injury reports or anything like that. (laughs) What are we looking at here for the Clippers? Clippers only two two pieces, uh, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, if they're both playing, um, which they've been playing on back-to-backs lately, so I don't don't see why they wouldn't, um, especially where they're in the third quarter right now. Yep. Are they blowing? Let's look at this. Let me look at the score of the game real quick. It's a fourteen-point game, yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, they're not gonna. They they got this game hopefully handily, um, and they get to rest their players a little bit in the fourth quarter. So therefore, I think that those are the only two plays that are gonna be um, available and um, in good plays on this back-to-back for them, unless they decide to see people. Um, Marcus Morris Senior too at forty-eight hundred. It's not a bad option, especially on a four-game slate too. Yeah. Um if people sit, it opens up a lot. If nobody sits, I, I like Kawhi probably the most. I don't mind Paul George. I don't think I'll chase the like Nicholas Batum big game. Like he's having a really solid game as we're recording. If you want to go there, I don't hate it, but I'm more interested. Like if I was going to play like a secondary piece, it'd probably be like Marcus Morris or somebody um, more than it would be Nicholas Batum. Let's go to the Spurs side of things here. Um, Rudy Gay ended up getting ruled out and didn't play on Wednesday. We'll have to see if he's going to be back or not. Um, what are we looking at here for the Spurs? Spurs are going to be very, very tricky. Um, 
probably one of my least favorite teams to target tomorrow just because you don't know what's going to happen. DeMar DeRozan might not be there anymore, so that's something to consider. Um, and if he's not there, then you have to obviously look at um, people like like um, Murray, uh, Patty Mills, Derek White, those, um, even Lonnie Walker, if he's back tomorrow too, those are guys that would definitely consider him being play. Uh, and Kendall Johnson, um, he's someone that you, I feel like it's a good option too, but they're probably going to be my least favorite team on the slate just by the way it looks um, tomorrow because you don't know how things are going to shake up with the injury news unless you know you can use some of the pieces as value, like I said, like um, like a Patty Mills at 4,300 um, and, like, and those type of plays. Yeah, I don't know, man. The Spurs are always a tough team to figure out in general, and then you add in the fact that it's a back-to-back against the same team that they just played. Yeah, they're missing some pieces in general, so we want to attack. It's a five-game slate, so we want to attack something here. And, like, you know, Wednesday I really like Derek White, and, like, he's getting the minutes. He's just, you know, if this game can somewhat get close again, it, it should be a little bit better. But, again, like, Overall, in this in this spot, it's like there's like two games that I like really like on this slate. So like secondary pieces are fine, I think, from either one of these teams. Moving on, we got Philly at LA taking on the Lakers. Uh, two eleven and a half total here. Philly favored by four and a half. Uh, Seth Curry is questionable and Bead is out. Danny Green is questionable. And on the Lakers side, AD Dudley LeBron remain out. Uh, let's start here with Philly. What are we looking at here for the 76ers? Uh, Sixers are probably one of my favorite teams to target tomorrow. Um, I think this game will still be um, competitive. I love Ben Simmons. His price is at 8,600 in this matchup. Him and Tobias are like two of the top players, obviously, on the slate, especially without Joel Embiid. Um, and then you can even throw Seth Curry if he comes back too into it because he's going to play his full lot many minutes if he's back tomorrow. Um, so those are like the three main pieces I would, I would target from there. I don't even mind like um playing a little bit of Dwight Howard too at fifty five hundred, a little bit. It's not a tough matchup for him. He should be able to hopefully have his way with the front court, and he could be a good like good play at a, a mid range price for for tomorrow's slate. Um, but those are, like the main guys I would target. Um, Shake Millen is not getting enough minutes. He played twenty two last time against Golden State. I'm, I was a little bit surprised at that. Um, unless Doc decides to shake something up. Um, and put him in the starting lineup. I can't get to him. Um, but yeah, those are like the main four guys I would target tomorrow. Yeah, I think Simmons is the guy that I, I have the most interest in here. Tobias is going to have good games from from time to time, and he's definitely seen an uptick in rebounds uh, with him beat off the floor. He's still really expensive, but you know it's a smaller slate. Like you mentioned, the only thing that like is is somewhat interesting about Milton is if Danny Green misses, like Danny Green's a guy that's playing 30 minutes a night. And I feel like Doc could use Milton in that like 32 to 34 minute range to kind of fill a little bit of the gap if Danny Green's out. So I think Danny Green sits. I think you could potentially take shots on Shake Milton, but it could also be Wesley Matthews. Um, So like if you're playing tournaments, you probably want to get a little bit of an exposure to – Matthews, Milton, and even maybe even Corkmaz sees a few extra on, minutes. Wesley Matthews, he's not the Lakers. Why was I thinking? I, I was looking. <laughs> I, I was looking at Corkmaz, and I clicked on Wesley Matthews. Um, 
Don't mind me. I'm tired. Um, I I think Shake Milton and Corkmaz would be the guys that would see the biggest uptick in um Danny Green missing. So ah, oh, it's been one of those days. Um well, I, I understand it's been one of those days and one of those slates, so <laughs> it happens. <laughs> let's uh let's talk about the Lakers and um man, if you could figure out this team right now, um you'd be doing really well. They keep raising up the price on Harrell. Um, you know, Kyle Kuzma, I think, is the main piece from this team right now. And, and, like, sure, there's probably, like, two or three guys you could take shots on in tournaments, but I think Kuzma's the guy you're looking at um, most of the time here. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Kuzma's price is still um, not, like, six, 6900 He still has, He has definitely upside that price point. And in this matchup, Harold and the rest of them was GPP shots as far as Harold, uh, Dennis Schroeder, Caruso. Caruso is an interesting value play tomorrow because um, I think he's still getting a good amount of minutes off the bench. Um, the one person who you, who I would say maybe you can take a shot on and go back to is Talon Horn Tucker. I know he burned a lot of people last time. Um, I don't know what was up with him. I got I to gotta look at the minutes tomorrow and, and see what the rotation was with the coach. Um, because it was very just weird for him to not be in there and only play 19 minutes. Um, I don't know if it was foul trouble or anything like that, but if, if he is getting that, that amount of minutes, like 30 minutes a night, then he's in play for sure. But like only in tournaments, I would say go to him. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not going to talk you off of really taking a shot on anybody from the Lakers in this spot in tournaments because, if the game doesn't stay close, it could be really weird on like who's getting minutes and stuff. And Hey, I just mentioned like Wesley Matthews. Like, I don't think you play him, but he did have a good game last time out. Just man, they're just not keeping games close. Um, just in general here. And I think Embiid being out helps a little bit, but I don't know if it helps enough. Like they're missing their two main pieces. They're missing the team, LeBron and AD. They're missing the team. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Golden State at Sacramento. We finish it out. 223 total here. Sacramento favored by two and a half. Uh, this game, the Kings are playing a back-to-back. Uh, they're actually playing the Hawks. That game's just getting started. Uh, and then Golden State, Curry and Chris, Clay Thompson remain out. Um, let's start here with Golden State because this is the game that I like you have circled. Um you know, it's a back-to-back for the Kings, so you hope that Golden State keeps the game close. This game's going to be probably one of the fastest, if not the fastest-paced game on the slate, and Sacramento just doesn't play defense, and we know Golden State doesn't play defense. So talk to me about the Warriors here. What are you looking at? Uh, I love Jordan Poole tomorrow. He, he's going to be pretty much in – I can probably think probably a majority of my lineups – um, I also like Andrew Wiggins in the spot, going back to him. I know he burned some people last time um, they played, but this matchup is too good of a matchup, like you said, where they're not playing defense. Pretty much Jer- and Draymond Green, too, but I wouldn't use him in lineups with Wiseman um, to separate them, too, because I don't think they correlate well together. Um, I would also pay attention to, the, with the trade deadline being tomorrow, what happens with Kelly Oubre. He is going to be a very important piece Um tomorrow and I know the Warriors are aggressively trying to move him but Kelly Oubre to me if he is still there and in a Warriors uniform that night I feel like he's probably one of the better plays on the slate um, tomorrow 
at the price of 6,200, and he has a tremendous upside in this matchup. And But if he isn't there, Damian Lee is um, the person I would target to as a great value play, who I think would get the minutes since Kelly Oubre is traded and gone. Yeah, obviously that's something that we're going to be watching. Uh, with only a five-game slate, it probably is not going to be as eventful as years past. But um, Ubre, obviously, like you said, if if they do end up moving him, um, I think the biggest bump to pull. I, I think like Pool is going to play a a ton of minutes anyway, and it's against like Sacramento, so I think he's in play regardless. The guy that I like have the most interest in here is James Wiseman. I don't know if people are going to be loading up on him or not, but the Kings have been awful against centers all season. They allow the fifth most fantasy points. They allow the most rebounds um, per game. Like James Wiseman has like double, double upside and like double, double is something that he can do if he gets the minutes, but 26, 28, I think I put him like right on that verge of like double, double upside in this spot. So I really like this spot for James Wiseman. Um, Tuxiano Anderson had a great game against Memphis the other night. It's just all about minutes for him. And they just, their rotations are just so different. It seems like every night, um, Nico had a good night the other night too, but he only played 18 minutes. So really didn't do much with it. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's going to be tough to figure out, but like the, anyone pretty much from Golden State is definitely a, a valid target in GPPs. I don't see why you went because Steve Kerr has been all over the place. I think they're trying to get more guys minutes. Also, I forgot to mention Kent Bazemore. He's someone too that you can target, especially if Kelly Oubre's not there. Um, let's talk about the King side of things. Obviously, they're going to be on a back to back here, so we won't have injury news for them. Um, what are we looking at here for Sacramento? Sacramento, it's pretty much going to be the same guys as always. Uh, Darren Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, Buddy Heald, um, and and Harrison Barnes. Harrison Barnes, and, oh, and Rashard Holmes, but Harrison Barnes being my favorite out of all of them. Um, just because of the amount of minutes he's going to play on a night in, night out basis. At 6,300, um, he should he's going to play the three a little bit. He's going to play a little bit of the four. He might even play a little bit of the, of the five, too, depending on um, what the Warriors do. Um, and if that does happen, you can see a monster game from him. And I, I love um, targeting him a lot in tournaments. He probably is my favorite play um, on the Sacramento Kings side, followed by Ty, um, Tyrese Halliburton at 6K. I don't even have to mention Halliburton. Everybody knows that, like, I'm on, I'm on Team Halliburton at this time, and, like, I'm just – I'm going to keep playing him. Um, hopefully it like starts to start working a little bit better, but I, I think he's someone that you can definitely um, play just about really any slate right now until the price catches up. I do worry that like they could potentially sit him on the second end of a back-to-back. You know, he is a person that was dealing with a little bit of an injury there um, and missed a couple games. So, if that were to happen, I think huge upgrade to like Buddy Heald um, and De'Aaron Fox. Those guys would be guys that would see upticks in usage. Um, and then like Corey Joseph would be someone that would play extra minutes maybe. Um, that's it. Let's play the morning grind game. And then we're going to get out of here. Uh, night before, favorite play under 5K to go 7X on DraftKings. Um, who's standing out to you down here in this range? Uh, let's see. Under 5K. Yep. 
Yeah. I already know who you're going to say. You probably <laughs> do. You probably could guess it. I'm going to think I take just because the matchup, and I think that he can definitely have a good game. I'm going to take Marcus Moore Sr. I, did you want to guess who I had written down already? James Wiseman. That's right. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we just got done talking about we just got to talking about him, so it makes sense. But um, <laughs> favorite or over 8K to go under 5X, who's your bust today? Uh, Bradley Beal. Uh, that price, I think, is just too high. And I like, I'd rather take Russell Westbrook in that matchup, the way Beal's been playing lately. Yeah, I like a lot of guys in this range today. Um, I think Lillard is the guy that I end up on the least, but I think he makes the most sense as like a contrarian tournament play, if that makes complete sense. Um, uh, Slower matchup against Miami, but Lillard is always someone when he gets going, um, he has 70 point upside. So least favorite, but also I think he makes the most sense for your, you know, ceiling tournament contrarian play. Favorite six X play on the slate. um, Who do you got? I, I'm just going to go right back to the well and say Harrison Barnes at 6,300. I like him definitely to go um, get that 6X and probably go over. I like it. Um, I do like that one. I hate playing Ben Simmons. I almost said Ben Simmons. Like, I think Ben Simmons ends up getting there on this slate. I I just, man, I hate playing him. Um, I don't know. To be give me like Kyle Kuzma in this spot. I think I like that's it. fun. Uh you got a let's get weird GPP play of the day. Yes, I do. Um I'm gonna go with Damian Lee. Um I think that you know, think I really think that Kelly Uber is gonna get moved just by the way the Warriors have been talking about um him lately. Um, and him being a valuable asset to move. So I'm going to go with Damian Lee as my weird GPP play. All right. Um, man, I don't hate it. I really don't. Um, listen, I, I think there's so many outcomes if Danny Green said so. I'm going to say Shake Milton now. But if Danny Green um, ends up playing, don't play Shake Milton <laughs> um, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings contest wise um, that you're looking at today? Uh, contest wise, since some have DraftKings open, I like the 40k mid range single entry. Um, um, that's gonna that pays out four thousand dollars up top to first place, twenty five to second, twenty five hundred to second, and fifteen hundred to third, and a thousand to fourth. So, um, it's it's pretty like it's evenly distributed out. Um. And it pays 263 um, positions out of the 583. I mean, out of the uh, 1660, yeah, six, 1,666 positions that they have. I'm going to go with the NBA SWAT on FanDuel. This is a $1 three-entry max tournament. I always try to mix it up. I went high dollar yesterday. So going back down to low stakes today, if you're wanting to learn how to get better at three entry max, start in this contest. Like it is a field of 7,000 players. It pays out 25% of the field. You're not going to get rich, but you're going to get better at what you're trying to accomplish. And 
so many people load up DraftKings and FanDuel in their first like month or two, and they're like, man, I want to win a million dollars. It's it's such an unrealistic goal. Load up FanDuel and DraftKings and try to get better at your craft. And these are the types of contests, if you're newer, get better at 3 Max. There are 3 Max tournaments on FanDuel and DraftKings that you can make thousands of dollars every night. So if you start and you get better at it, these are the types of contests that you can really learn. When you get up in stakes, you're going to see ownership change, but you're going to learn how you want to approach slates um, in these three entry lower dollar current tournaments. And man, if you bank one of these, it's 300 bucks. So if you have $3 invested in it, it's great ROI. Um, You're not going to be mad about it. So there you go. That's my, my Stevie's word of advice for today. Um, Favorite over under against the spread. Anything standing out to you here night before? Uh, I definitely like, what overrunners do we have? Let me look at it again. We have everything except for Portland, Miami. Whatever that whatever matter of fact, whatever that line is going to be, I like the over in it. Even though I know they normally play at a slow pace, I like the over in it. Going against exactly what I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um. Listen, until the Lakers prove me wrong, I'm going to keep betting against them. So give me Philly minus four and a half. Um, It's something that I've been talking about the last few days, and I'm going to keep doing it. The New Orleans line never moved. Like, it was five and a half New Orleans, and I was like, it's going to move. It's going to be like eight or nine, and it never moved. It went up to like six, six and a half, back down to five and a half. I think it ended at six. Like, the Lakers are not the same team without LeBron. The Lakers are definitely not the same team without Anthony Davis. And the Lakers are a completely different team without LeBron and Anthony Davis. So take advantage of that. And um, I think we're going to come out ahead if we just bet against the Lakers until those guys get back. Uh, Dre, any final thoughts before we get out of here? Um, no, just just pay attention to the news tomorrow. Like I said, the trade deadline is going to be very big for some of these teams on the slate. Um, and it's going to, it could potentially open up some value and get you up to some good plays. So pay attention to that. And I think you'll be successful tomorrow. It's going to wrap it up here for Thursday. We'll be back talking hoops tomorrow. Good luck everyone. And we'll see you then.